On this, our 90th episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast. Thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night as we discuss the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and to play. I'm one of your hosts, the Brazilian Mountaineer and Transition Ninja, Lucas Ham Swisher. Also with us, the judge, jury, and executioner of Long John Silver's fake news and spoilers, Patrick Novosel. Bumbleway Achuna. On his left and my right, the volleyball and beast of the East who can make you laugh in three words or less, Ronnie Johantis. Bumblebee Tuna. And a Bumblebee Tuna to you. And our final member of the GMG Quadfecta who's got music in his heart, Doctor Who on his brain, La Coretta in his oa stomacho, and a room full of poker players behind him, Mark Bumblebee Tuna. I just wanted to hear what your family was talking about. Sorry. I just, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Happy belated Memorial Day to all of you. And a uh, happy end of a six-day weekend for me with my family. Six-day uh, weekend. God. That's not a weekend. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> I mean, it went from Wednesday to Monday, and the weekend was there right in the middle. So I counted as a six-day weekend. Prove me wrong. I don't think you can do it. <laughs> Change my mind. Yeah, that's right. Change my mind. That's what I was looking for. Sorry, that's the Brazilian version, the Southern Hemisphere <laughs> version. <laughs> Prove me wrong. <laughs> uh, sir, it's changed my mind. That's what I said. <laughs> Woo. All right. So, uh, guys, how in the world? Well, no, not how in the world. Before we say how in the world, let's say, uh, first of all, on behalf of the hosts and the joiners of the GMG community, a big shout out and thanks and God's blessing to all those who have given their time and lives in military service for the U.S. of A. What a sacrifice mm. they have made, along with their families as well. So, um, yeah, we owe so much to them. You know, besides God, I'm pretty sure we owe a bunch to those folks out there that have sacrificed so much over the years. Yeah, for sure. And it's always weird to say. It's always weird to say Happy <clears throat> Memorial Day. Yeah, um, that's true. Because, I mean, uh, yes, I hope that uh, people are taking this time to, to as much as you can. I know we're still kind of in a pandemic and quarantine and all that. But spend time with family and all that kind of stuff. And, and, and you could be happy in that respect. But the, 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 the day, the holiday in and of itself is very somber. It's yeah. very reflective. So, yeah, it's just me thinking out loud, I guess. <laughs> That's all good. It's true. It is a uh, it's a bittersweet kind of celebration. It's like, well, you know, I don't think the people that went out there and did what they did and sacrificed the way they sacrificed would want us just moping around. They would want us to celebrate and celebrate their lives, celebrate their sacrifice, what they did. And, uh, you know, and so but with along with that, like you said, the quarantine, which I think kind of lightened for you guys up north, appropriate or and just in the nick of time of uh, for Memorial Day weekend and uh, Memorial Day itself. Um, mm, yep. For us down here, well, there should be nothing lightning, even though I think here in a week or two they said they're going to start lightening up things. But uh, our numbers are climbing. We're number two in the con- in the world 
in uh, Corona virus <laughs> cases. We're number Woo-hoo. two. We're Look number two. Us. Yeah, we're number two. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, uh, yeah, Brazil's right up there with you guys. So, uh, woo, isn't that special? Uh, speaking <laughs> of special, how was the special day of Memorial Day for you guys? What did you do? Let's start with Ronnie. Ooh, all right. First to lead off. That's right. So, Bring us some good news. So I actually went over to my mom and stepdad's house for the first time since this whole quarantine started. So it had Yay. been a couple months. Yeah, it had been a couple months since I saw like I've seen my mom. Like, um, so it was it was really good to go over there and see. I I told you guys they had a new puppy. Yeah, um, I was gonna, gonna say, ask. Did you see me eat the new dog. Yeah, his name's Bear. He um, he's a black lab, and um, he is a bruiser so far. Uh, nice. He's 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 real. He hasn't really grown into his body yet. He's real thick, so he's one of those. He's at that stage where if you ever playing like with a dog or a puppy and you like push him back, like he is a stage where he comes back harder every time. Like no matter how hard you push him, he's coming back full oh, yeah. force. It's like the Hulk. Yeah. yeah, and he doesn't really stop. He just runs into you. Right. <laughs> he doesn't throw the brakes <laughs> on. He just comes in as hard as he can. Uh, like my hands are no all restraint. torn up. My hands are all torn up from him. Because uh, he's got those little sharp puppy teeth, and you know, yeah, you know, playing rough with him is all the fun. But uh, I finally got to meet him. A couple of my buddies came over. Uh, we played like some euchre. Oh yeah, and uh, it was fun. It was yes. a good time. Nice. Uh, I think I so so for everybody um, listening, we didn't do the podcast on Monday because I wasn't feeling well. And I'm pretty sure that's because I drank everything there was to drink probably on Sunday. So oh goodness, <laughs> yeah. Like- Wow. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Was Fireball involved? Actually, it was mostly wine. Oh, Ooh. dude, that's going to tear you Fine up. dining. It tore me apart. It tore me apart. Uh, so much so that, like, even yesterday, I was like, man, I'm really not even over this yet. Like, this is bad. <laughs> this is bad. Um, But, no, it was it was really nice to go out and uh, and actually get over there to see them because I haven't been over there in forever. So. And, and they have lightened things up. We are kind of trying to stick with the whole... Um, you know, 10 people, um, still trying to keep about six feet just, to, you know, just to prevent anything. But, you know, yeah. for the most part, it has lightened up a little bit. So people can actually start going and doing things. Um, we're going to go out to dinner, uh, here in the next couple of days. And, um, it's going to be the first time in, you know, three months that we've been able to like go out on a date, you know, or anything that's just yeah. not at home. So it'll yeah. be nice. It, it is nice that they've lightened everything up a little bit. Awesome. Sweet, man. How about you, Mark? Oh, you know, I'm just kind of chilling out in a different location this week. Yeah, you are. Uh, yeah, so I am on my yearly vacation. Uh, we are uh, at the Outer Banks in North Carolina. Let's go ahead and mute North Mark Kakalaki. for the rest of the night. <laughs> What's that? And muted. <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll quite possibly hear my family in the background playing poker in the other room. Uh, which is it's funny I was telling Patrick before we recorded I've got my family in the back and the, there's like sort of a main seating area where they've got a poker table so they're playing poker out, poker out there and uh, on the other side of the wall that I'm facing right now which the room I'm in is, is the room that my wife and I have been sleeping in mm-hmm. and on the other side of the wall is like um, a fully decked out theater room with like a huge protect, projection screen and all that fun stuff and theater seats and uh surround sound so you might occasionally hear uh, like a boom of the bass 
because we were right up against the wall from the theater room. <laughs> nice. Um, but uh, this is the same house that we um, we stayed in last year, um, which is an awesome house. Um, her, my wife's grandparents, every year they they rent a beach house and invite all the family to to come and stay. Um, and so, thankfully, uh, a couple weeks ago, they actually opened up the Outer Banks for visitors to come, outside visitors to come, because um, up to a couple weeks ago, they were doing um, COVID-19 checkpoints, where if you were out of state or a, a visitor, they would check your ID, and if you weren't from the area, you couldn't come, you couldn't come in. Oh, wow. Um, so, but uh, they lifted those restrictions on the 16th of May. Um, and, and so we were, we were able to do it because we weren't sure if it was going to happen, but, but, uh, we, we were able to come. And so it's me and like 15 to 20 other people in a huge beach house. Um, but, uh, it's been, it's been a great time just relaxing with no agenda, nowhere that I have to be, mm -hmm. um, other than like for food. <laughs> and stuff like that <laughs> um you know you can take naps whenever you want to i've been playing a lot of apex of course <laughs> i thought you were about to say I'm pl i've been playing a lot of naps <laughs> yes i've been playing naps too i love that game yeah, yeah. Favorite game. <laughs> that's a good game best game ever i like the part where you sleep it's awesome <laughs> i like um, the i like the dlc uh slobber on the pillow and more naps <laughs> yep Yep, love it, love it. If you pre-order, um, you can yeah. sleep for six hours. Oh, sweet. And you can get the full sleep time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, no, it's been a lot of fun. Just just hanging out with the family, uh, having a lot of great food, because uh, everything is home-cooked. Well, it's cooked in a home. Um, it's, it's nothing we order out from. It's basically we... we Buy a bunch of food to make different meals every night and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, man, that's, that's um, part of the night, experience, right? Yeah, get what everybody can. Last make. night we had a uh, a family worship night, which is always which is always awesome. Um, usually, I'm I'm usually a part of that, helping lead. But this time, I, I took on techie duties because um, basically my my mother in law set up uh, a lyrics presentation thing so that people could read the lyrics and sing along. And I just push the button, um, and and is that so. What but actually, my the definition of tech is just pushing a button, quote unquote techie. <laughs> I don't know how to, I don't know how this works. All you need to do is push a button. That's, that's too much for me. Yeah. That's, that's a too much title. <laughs> Ask any AV guy, and they'll tell you all it is: just to push a button. Yeah, flip a switch. You're good. Switch flipper. <laughs> <laughs> Senior, um, but uh, switch flipper to you. Yes. <laughs> Yes, presiding Mr. switch flipper. Switch flipper. <laughs> um, but uh, no, it's been it's been awesome. Like I said, been playing a lot of Apex. Um, I'm really wanting to play because I have made the resolution that I am going to play The Last of Us Remastered. Yes, I'm going to yeah. give it one more time. Let's one do more it. try. Um, the only problem is there are <laughs> like it. six. There are six kids in this house. Oh, oh, yeah. perfect. Yeah. Hey kids, it's come up by the fire. Let let me tell you a story about blood and gore. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the tale of Joel and Ellie? You, you can't play fifteen <laughs> minutes without. All right, well, I guess this isn't for this isn't for kids. <laughs> Have you heard of a clicker? Let me give yeah. you an example. You're about to find out. 
So it's been kind of kind of difficult to actually jump into it, but um, it's it's gonna happen eventually. Be I'm hoping to to get it knocked out before part two comes out. Um, giving it one more try. Do it and and see how it goes. Cool. Um, so did you try it before but, and you uh, didn't like it, or you just couldn't get into it? I yeah, I just didn't get into it and I kind of dropped off. I got you. And then. Like many other games in in my backlog, a little old game called Apex Legends came out and kind of just threw it all to the wayside. Yeah, the nerve. What's that? Um, yeah, some some indie game. Nobody's heard of it. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, that's been pretty much my week. Is is just hanging out at the beach, and and we're pretty much like a st- literally a stone's throw away from. From the ocean. Oh, the stop bragging. Beach. Jeez. Yeah, thanks, jerk. <laughs> <A> jerk. <laughs> Wish you were here, suckers. <laughs> Bold-faced but, uh, lies. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's pretty much my week. Sweet. Patrick, I hear Hi. you didn't just celebrate Memorial Day this past weekend. You celebrated something else. Yeah, yeah. So we had our 12th anniversary Whoa. for the wife and I. Yeah, yeah. Happy Been anniversary. Happy anniversary. Selling that yeah. old. Selling? No, not selling. Celebrating that old dozen. It's just selling it. Selling <laughs> that dozen. <laughs> you know what? Uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was a little different this year because of the quarantine. So we weren't able to really go out anywhere. Uh, weren't able to drop the kids off anywhere, kind of thing. So you can just um, toss them out on the corner, tell them to go for a walk. I was like, Claire, why can't you five be like hours. two years older, please? <laughs> yeah. Here's twenty uh, bucks. Take your brother and get out of here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the power wheels is all charged. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Go for a spin on me. Yeah. So we we uh, we didn't do too much uh, for our anniversary this this go around. Um, but we what we did is we, there's a local ice cream shop uh, where Mel used to work um, when we started dating. That's where she where I would go like after work um, and hang out while she was working. And the first the first ice cream uh, order that I ordered from her while she was working there was a dream cone, and um, I got that again for our anniversary this time around. So. Uh, I I went up there and I asked. I was like, "You still got dream cones?" They're like, "Yeah." I was like, "Sweet." So, so we got some ice cream, and that's pretty much. Other than that, there was wasn't anything crazy that we did for our our anniversary. Um, I mean, we grilled some some burgers and things like that, just normal stuff for the weekend. But um, yeah, it was a little subdued this time around. So, but yeah, that's that's pretty much uh, all I have been all all we did this past week. I mean, the weather's been nice. Uh, so we, we've been outside and hanging out outside, which is, which has been really nice, um, during this whole quarantine. Uh, but one of the biggest things now, I would say that my 12th anniversary was great, you know, being together for 12 years, uh, together, still happy, a couple kids, you know, can't complain, you know, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but in, uh, in our backyard, so we have about a quarter of an acre of a backyard and beyond that is a fence and beyond that is three baseball fields and it has been pretty quiet for the past couple months and this past weekend 
They opened the ball fields back up, and there was baseball in the backyard. Nice. You can hear the kids wow. cheering and stuff. Oh, dude. I it love is, that sound. It's so awesome. Like For me – uh baseball sounds are just just something that hits hits me and i i just smile because I, I love the sounds of baseball whether it's a wooden bat or a or a a metal bat hitting that baseball crowds cheering you know the the ball hitting the glove those kinds of sounds are really good sounds for me and just hearing that again this past weekend was awesome I we bet. uh there were there awesome. weren't any the first games happened tonight uh, but over the weekend, it was like practices. So uh, Clark and I, we just walked over to the two houses down. And when the, uh, the two houses down, you can sit on the wall and you can see the entire field. Nice. And so we just sat there wa- and watched practice. And it was amazing. Is, just is Clark like into baseball yet? or No. Um, I, <laughs> I even around. asked him. I asked him. I was like, hey, are, are, uh, are you interested in baseball? He's like. Mm, no, not really. You should like, follow it up with a. You better be. <laughs> Dang, I was like, crush, crush your dad's heart. All right, jeez. Yeah, I thought he was going to be like, uh, "Can I do it on the switch?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> let's just buy MLB the show. That's good enough. <laughs> yeah, let's just do that. Let's go on multi-platform next year. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm so glad baseball's back. There was full, full-on baseball games tonight back there. So I'm really looking forward to the baseball coming back. Ronnie, have you heard anything about the the major leagues coming back anytime I, soon? I have not heard anything. Um, I've been I've been dying myself like for baseball to come back. Like I so I follow the Reds like on Instagram, and they're always yeah. posting like past videos and stuff. And like yeah. I'm like watching them like multiple times. Like man, I this is horrible. This is awful. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't heard anything about when they're going to come back. Yeah, they're all, all I I keep getting notifications <clears throat> on my phone like they're talking about an 82 game season. Yeah. And when that's going to start, whether that's going to be like around the beginning of July, uh, middle of June, something like something around there. That's kind of uh, rough, what the playoffs, too, man. Like, yeah. Honestly, like the, and, and I know we we say this more than you know sometimes more than one year, but like the Reds have a good team, man. Like, right. oh, this eighty-two games is only going to hurt us. Like sometimes when you have a new team that's good, it takes a little bit for them to get going. And it's like when you're in an 82 game season. I know that sounds like a lot because it is, but and I, I'm going to disagree half. with you. I'm going to disagree you right now. You think it's favoring us? Yes, because usually the Reds uh, are do pretty pretty good before the All Star break, and then they start to break down. And I think if they started get one them, in ten last year, though. Shut your mouth. I don't like do stats. That, if they do that again, <laughs> I'm not sure if that's an exact stat, but I mean, I'm feeling pretty. But confident. when you have a better team. Uh, I think I think having people not break down and, and get so tired of you know 162 games of nine innings, three hour, four hour games, uh, and you know putting that in half, uh, I think that I think that would favor the Reds. Yeah, but we'll, we'll have to see because like they have a good team not only because of the like the starting players that are going to be out on the field, but like a solid bench also, and like the bench really comes into play like later in the season, like when guys need rest and stuff and like they sure. they would be way better than a lot of the opposition. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to baseball. Can't wait for it to come back. And I'm glad I can at least hear the sounds in the backyard. You know, you know the Reds have a good team by the way is when Corey was on the podcast a few weeks ago. He's yep. like, "Yeah, we were actually like we were a little nervous about them." It's like, <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> nah, it's a good it's a good sign. They're talking. 
Right. <clears throat> uh, but no, I, I, I can't wait to have it back. I would love to have a baseball field in my backyard, by the way. That would be sweet. Oh. Hearing you know that like ta- ting, and then all everybody cheering really loud and stuff. You know how many times we because because it's been like just like vacant. Uh, I would grab my uh, bag of balls. There's like I don't know. I probably have like thirty of them, and I would grab my bat, which is my bat from when I was in high school. It is a warped bat, but it's yeah. still a bat, whatever you yeah. know. So we would just go to the ball field and we would just hit, and yeah. the kids would just well, I would hit. They would be in the outfield and they would go grab the balls. And then just Perfect put them back scenario. in the bag. Nice. So, so yeah, Got like I would, I would teach exactly, and I would teach them about like the games of like trying to get to the closest to the pitcher's mound or trying to get it the closest to the ball bag, yeah. uh, and those things like that. And they're they're having a good time, giving them little small games to play because you know I, I have like this thirty-two ounce bat, which is like you know it's a, it's it's an adult bat, and Claire's ten. And she has no muscle mass at all. <laughs> right. That, it's like, a tree. <laughs> it's like so she's swinging herself. She was choked up more than Barry Bonds choked up. <laughs> I thought you were going to say so. like more choked up than uh, someone who's crying. I couldn't think of anyone that's crying lately. Me during that Michael non-baseball Jordan season. Face, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Lucas, how about you? Oh, hold on. Before we do that, Mark, oh, no. I, we didn't hear your uh, – what's your feedback on the Cincinnati Reds? <laughs> they play baseball. Yeah, let's go, let's go ahead and get back they into play, this. They're red. They play baseball good. <laughs> They're in Cincinnati. They got bases they and balls. Suck. All right, don't say that. I'll, <laughs> it'll disconnect me again. All right, so, uh, yeah. So, as I mentioned, six-day weekend, not as magical – as you think it would be. Um, I mean, that sounds pretty magical. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it is. When it's <laughs> the just, old week off weekend. It's, yeah. When it's just you and your lover, it's fun. But when you're cooped up with your children that are heathen, uh, yeah, it's not as fun. It's a little complicated. <laughs> it's, you can't go anywhere. You can't toss them out on the roof. That's not, that's not nice. Toss them out on the you roof? You could. I mean, I could. I mean, I got like I got a front roof right Anything's off my Anything's possible. Honestly, if it weren't for the bars on the windows, I could toss the kids out onto the garage roof right in the front of the house. That's what Mindy installed. (laughs) So you couldn't. So I couldn't do that. She knew I'd be up to my dastardly ways. Uh, Yeah, so (laughs) last week, after we recorded our wondrous episode with Chris Edgerly, uh, I I hit the week running. Bam, going. Let's do this. Your one-day week? My one-day week. And then on Tuesday... The uh, the Brazilian, no, not the Brazilian, the Sao Paulo government said, hey, guys, uh, you're not doing your social distancing correctly. So we're going to take a holiday from June, a holiday from July, a holiday from November. We're going to shove it into the next week and you're going to have a six day weekend because studies show uh, Brazilians do social distancing best when they have a holiday. And so... It seems like just... the exact opposite. I know, right? right? <laughs> well, yeah, you should have seen you should have seen my Brazilian friends on Instagram, Facebook, on all the things they were up to. Were they staying at home social distancing? Yeah, not at all. So it is what it is. They they declared it a six day holiday and we just went with it. The kids didn't have any school. So we just got to watch and uh, continuing to watch our Disney movies. Uh, and I got to watch the new worst Disney film I have seen. 
and that oh, no. is Son of Flubber. What is that? <laughs> so there's a little... Why is that on your list to watch? <laughs> so it's connected to a little more well-known movie called The Absent-Minded Professor, which is the original movie that Flubber was based off of, that Robin Williams movie where he had the little green yeah. goo balls dancing around, which is very loosely tied to it, but it is like a, a supposed to be like a remake or a reboot or whatever. So this uh, Flubber had a son? No, not at all. Flubber is just <laughs> the name of the goop that this substance. professor, yeah, substance that he invented. So this substance and had a child. It, uh, yes, it had a child. <laughs> did you, ever, not, see, did you ever see Flubber, Patrick? No, I've never really? seen it. No. Oh, man, I've seen that one. I feel great about this. There you go. Look at you, Ronnie. Dang. I'm pretty sure I watched part of it, but I either fell asleep or it was my a phase of my life where I didn't really care for Disney movies, so I... Didn't really pay attention. Uh, but I would have much rather watched that, the Robin Williams one, than this one. So Son of Flubber is a sequel to The Absent-Minded Professor. The Absent-Minded Professor was entertainingly quirky. Uh, and For one, it's black and white. And I'm going to be honest, I'm, I'm prejudiced against black and white movies. Uh, I just don't... I it need color. I need color. I need some blues and some reds. and Yeah. Sure, yeah. And what's weird is the only Disney movies that we've been watching that are black and white are the movies with the guy that plays the professor. He did it in Shaggy Dog when he was an actor, and he does it in these professor movies. And uh, he's just weird. And in the sequel, it's just awful. Like, I can't tell you how many times they start a storyline where they bring in, like, some kind of traumatic event, and then it just disappears. It's not a factor anymore. And some of the worst parts of the movies is when he gets this bright idea to show off the flubber that he invented. And, for instance, in the second one, it's a football game, a high school football game. And they take the flubber. It's actually a gas. The son of flubber is gas. It's not actually a substance. And they pump this football player full of it. And then their bright idea to use the gas is to throw the guy down the field. Like, pick him up and throw him. And then that's what they do to win the game. And... It's just so stupid. And even our kids are just like 30 minutes in. Our kids are like, this is boring. We're like, no, we're going to. For one, I wanted to watch it because I was tired of Fantasia being at the bottom. So I really just wanted. I knew this one was going to upset and and push Fantasia up one notch. So we saw it through. Never watching it again. Uh, it's now my least favorite movie, Disney movie of all time. So that was mm. that. Moving on to things that are much more entertaining, uh, we bought 10 new board games this past week. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah, I was stocking Ten. up. Like, I'm talking like classics. Battleship, Clue. I have to look at them because I forget what they are. Ooh, Life. Battleship. Yes. Yes. So we were cracking open these bad boys and playing. Uh, like, listen to my kids play Battleship and be like, hit, miss, you sank my battleship. It was just like 90s commercials or 80s commercials uh, in, in live action. It was amazing. However, there was one game that was not a winner, and that was Word Yahtzee. Word, Word Yahtzee. Yahtzee. So do you like have like a letters in a cup and you're rolling them? Exactly. It's Scrabble and Yahtzee mashed together, and I thought, it's only seven letters. Surely the kids can make words with seven letters. Sure. No, no, they can't. They need mommy and daddy oh. to help them. <laughs> oh my! And so they're like, I don't, I don't know what words to make. And mommy, help me. Daddy, help me. 
mommy, help me, daddy, help me. And then when it was our turn, after literally 10 seconds, the kids would be like, are you done yet? Are you done yet? Are you finished? <laughs> Did you find your word yet? What's going on? And then they just start, and it was like, and again, unfortunately, Mindy and I are, well, I am a little stubborn. So just like with Son of Flubber, I was like, no, we're seeing this through. We're going to get to the end of this game so that we can decide to never play it again, and which we are probably never going to play it again. Maybe when the kids get to college. That's or never. going to be the soonest. Or never, you know. <laughs> Mindy and I can play it because it's a fun game. It's a cool little Scrabble Yahtzee game. So we'll uh, check it out later. But besides okay. that, that was the week with the can family. They play, have you guys tried Clue yet? Because that seems like kind of a complicated we did. game. Did you? So we did Clue. And uh, other than the fact that they um other other than the fact that they are like goldfish and like their attention span is short they actually did pretty well at clue uh, oh, okay. oh you know they didn't win but they they did some pretty good deduction deductioning deductioning is that a word yeah we'll call sure. it that. deducing deducing thank you <laughs> scrabble um yeah so clue they they rocked it out with clue and uh, and then the life game is just it's life junior, so it's pretty simple. Now on the video game, oh, go ahead, Mark. Were you gonna ask a question? Nope, never mind. Keep going. All right, moving Continue. on. On the video gaming <laughs> front, enough of the board game. Who does that board gaming? Just kidding. Love you, Mike. Sounds like you. You got ten of them. Yeah, I know. Well, now we got fifty of them. I'll tell you what. Those, uh, going back to up. going back to the battleship. Oh, yeah. Uh, I played uh, with uh, Claire. Um, I don't know. It might have been a couple weeks ago. And, you know, the, the whole point is to strategically put your ships in an area where you do think they're not going to guess. Right. And norm, normally, you know, when, when I play with my kids, I try to trick them a little bit. Because yeah. if I play, if I, if I put them all together, then I'm screwed when I'm playing right. with someone who knows how to play. Of course. So I put them in like every single one was like take like on attached. the edge. No, they were all attached. Oh, okay. So when she went, when Claire Claire got like six in a row, and I still hadn't said you sh- you sunk something. She's like, I I don't know what to do. She's she had no idea where to go. She's like, Yeah, did I sink one? I was like, No. She's looking at her like, What? <laughs> that happened. That happened to James. <laughs> Tasha had two connected, and he was like, ah, I got you. He's like, Are you gonna say you sank? I sank your battleship. Nope. What? And so he's like you hitting everywhere. Yeah, I, I was actually. What's funny is I was being all dad when they were playing, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch what they're doing so that when we play each other, I can just destroy them. Jeez, <laughs> oh, dad. So I was thinking of all the ways that I could trick them as well. So that's funny. Uh, on the video gaming front, I beat Battlefront Two last week, and let me tell you, nice. Uh, one, that game is glitchy, like. Really? Super Even after all the storyline or the multiplayer? Uh, it was. Ooh, I can't. <laughs> yes. It was both. Yeah, it was both. Really? Uh, both the multiplayer. It was actually. I think I ran into more glitches in the multiplayer. There are two things that happened. Uh, either people like stormtroopers wouldn't die, like they would, but then they'd like start convulsing on the ground and then stand up randomly and then fall back to the ground. <laughs> it was like. <laughs> It was like a zombie version of Star Wars. It was really funny at times. And the other thing that happened is one time I was I was playing as Han Solo and I shot some stormtroopers and all of a sudden the gravity turned off for everybody except me. And so all the stormtroopers just started floating around the sky and there's then there was an explosion and a stormtrooper literally left the atmosphere 
and just kept <laughs> flying straight <laughs> through the sky. And I was like, bye, buddy. Wasn't there... Hope you find your dad. <laughs> Wasn't there a video you posted of, yeah, I think you were Luke, and you like fell through the... Oh, yes. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Right at the beginning <laughs> of the level, all of a sudden, I, f- I fall through the planet, and I just keep falling, and it never stops. I had to turn it off, like restart the game. <laughs> he just kept falling. I fell like 10,000 meters. And for those who don't do meters, that's like a million light years. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hold on. Hold on. Mm. Yep, checks out. Yep, checks out. You calculated it. Good job. <laughs> but other other than that, I mean, it was it was Star Wars. It was cool. I will say after playing uh, Jedi Fallen Order that it kind of make Battlefront 2 look bad. Like it's story yeah, and campaign. It is rough going back. Uh, yeah. And like you, when you play as like, a, like Luke Skywalker or someone with a lightsaber, like they feel like a tank. And I'm like, come on, man. I need my, I need my bro, uh, Cal. Cal, right? Yeah, Cal Kestis. Not Cal Ripken, Cal Kestis. Cal, Cal yes. Ripken. Cal you're on the Ripken. baseball. <laughs> That's <mind>. right. I <laughs> know. Still doing that baseball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's guy with a lightsaber. <laughs> Tink. That's not the right sound. Just go with it. Uh, I think they messed up. This is a glitch. Yeah. But uh, I will say something to just toss in there. I did delete it because I needed to make space for other games because it's like 100 gigabytes, 115 gigabytes. It's ridiculous. Um, but it is going to be free in June for PS Plus. That's what I so heard. So I'm thinking maybe we should get some glitches going and play some uh, Star Wars multiplayer. I'm down. Yeah, yeah. I'll do it. I'll just have to delete five games to uh, download <laughs> again. <laughs> Gonna have to get another six day week t- weekend. You have to delete to... like 500 dead cells. <laughs> no, to I can't. Get there. Can't do that. Now speaking of dead cells, not a long no. story, a short one. My oh, kids no. actually, my kids Jeez. wanted to play Dead Cells. And I was like, no, you will not play Dead Cells. <laughs> <laughs> you are not ready for that madness. So, yeah, that's all I'm going to say about Dead Cells. I won't say anymore. That's all uh, I have to say about that. About that. Uh, I am doing my <laughs> second playthrough of Final Fantasy VII Remake, which Patrick beat recently. I did. I did. Yeah. This past week, I ended up beating the second Final Fantasy game I've ever played, and they both happen to be this year. I know, right? What is the, what are the chances you would play two Final Crazy. Fantasy games in one year? Uh, almost nil. It can't yeah. be zero because I did it. Better than the <laughs> chances right. of me doing it, that's for sure. That is, that is correct. <laughs> that's nil for him. Yes, um, for sure. But, yeah, um, I beat it. Um, I, I slow played it pretty much through chapter You did. Eight. I was really surprised. Uh, it was, like, was taking it, him forever. It, it wasn't really grabbing me. I mean, like I was having a good time, but I wasn't. Um, it wasn't just grabbing me. But once chapter nine hit, yeah, and got, you got go your to dance the wall on. market, and all the things that you can do in the wall market, kind of like I wanted to do it all. It, it was. It was. It was. It was one of the. It was the craziest chapter in the in the whole game, and. It was it was funny. It was stupid, but some of the some of the stupid parts just like it worked for some reason. Like it was, it was something I wanted to get back to. So once I once I finished chapter nine, I like blazed through the rest yeah. of the game. Yeah. Because, well, when I say blazed, I mean I played every day, uh, for a few hours, and um, I did all the all the side quests as much as the side quests as I I, I could find. Apparently, I missed one or two. Uh, because there's a trophy to do all the side quests, 
Um, there but are, I didn't get the is. trophy, so I must have missed one or two somewhere. Yeah, there's a branching um, there's a branching part actually in Wall Market in Chapter Nine that you can't do two missions. You either uh, go with the cowboy guy or you go with the hand massage lady. So. Oh man, the hand massage lady. Oh that was, man, that was different. That was different. <laughs> yep, that now, sounds like a JRPG. Uh, no spoilers, but did you do the <laughs> did you do the poor man's massage or did you do the? Dude, I had enough to do the whole thing, man. Did you do the I whole had, thing? I had, I had enough gill to go to the legacy or whatever it was called. Oh After man, I was like, give, give me top shelf. I was so glad I, my it's, kids it's, were not watching while I while <laughs> I, when I got that one. <laughs> It was three thousand gill or whatever it was. I had like thirty two hundred. I was like, yeah, I'm 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 blowing it all right now, <laughs> right here, right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, uh, but it was moment. yeah. Uh, so after chapter nine, I went through the whole thing. There were there was there were some parts near the end. I'm like, I don't I don't understand what's going on. Um, and I think I needed to play the original to understand a little bit what was going on. You did, but that did not detract from how much fun I had playing that game. So That's awesome, man. It was good. Yeah. Sweet. Well, like I said, I'm nice. I'm on the second playthrough. I just finished chapter twelve. I'm about to. I'm heading down chapter thirteen on a hard difficulty, and it is it is it is not that bad. Uh, I I kind of got the hard stuff out of the way because before I actually started the hard playthrough, I did what's considered the hardest boss rush, uh, the hardest battles in the game where you have to fight the four summons. Did you fight any summons, Patrick, when you were? I fought during playing? the VR. I yeah, did the VR ones. I did um uh I did four maybe. Okay. I don't the I think the So the, the next big fat one, bird, the the big did fish, that one. The, the big fish, dragon. Dragon. Um and I the, did the, I think there's like the there's Ice Lady. Ice Lady I got her. I'm yep. using all the yep. like very basic ways to describe yeah. it. Uh, the only the only one I didn't do was Baja Man. I think that's one of them. Baja Man. <laughs> yep. The Baja man. Did they let the dogs out? <laughs> yep. Uh, no, I didn't. I wasn't able to let the dogs out. I did that's not get too that far. That's a, yeah. that's another summon you can get. You let the dogs out. They I'm assuming everyone. you mean Bahamut. Yeah. Uh, no, Baja man. Baja man. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Bahamut. Yes. You know how I like to mess with names. Yeah, but uh, but on the hard I playthrough. Sure you can the fi- the very final VR mission that you can only unlock when you've done all the Colosseum and all the VR missions or VR combat. Wait, there's more Colosseum missions? Oh yeah, you just have to go back through on hard to do to do oh, them. Oh, okay. Because I because I did the Colosseum, I did that, and then I went back to do another story mission. But I did not not know you could keep going back and fight. Yeah, more. yeah. Okay. And uh, once you do all that, you get uh, the hardest VR mission or VR combat fight. And uh, mm-hmm. I did that before I did my hard playthrough, and I got this accessory that I cannot pronounce. I like Do you to fight co- a condominium. <laughs> no, you don't fight a condominium. <laughs> <laughs> you pretty much you fight a large robot, which is not actually okay. the hardest fight in the game. Uh, but uh, once you fight that guy, you get the accessory that gives you uh, every battle you start with your limit break on. So you can what? Yeah, it's awesome. Nice. And so you could just limit break everybody, and it recharges it every like one to two minutes. And so it's making oh. this it's making this hard playthrough pretty much a breeze. I think I've done died twice uh, so far. So it's been fun. All right. Okay. That's, it's been good time. Cool. Uh, um, and then Light Mark, I started The Last of Us, 
but I have to play the game before 7 a.m. because my children are around all the time. I don't have ah. a man cave to escape to. So yeah. I've mm. been crawling along. I'm like... Your fault. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's my fault. What's <laughs> <laughs> wrong with me? I should have dug, dug out a basement in this house I'm renting. And uh, there's a lot of dirt underneath your house. About it. That's right. There's no grass, just dirt. <laughs> so, but I, I'm working on that. I, I will see how far I get and uh, go from there. But uh, I am very excited to hear how Mark does uh, with that. So, cool. Uh, besides that, that is all I got on the updates. Before we jump into our topic, I did have one random question from Barnaby Butterteeth that has to do with gaming and has to do okay. with that dad life. Uh, Mark and Ronnie, if you want to think about your pets and see how this question applies, hey, we'll see. Nope. <laughs> All right. Here is a question to the dads in the podcast. I have a 10-year-old niece that is getting into gaming. She likes Minecraft, Tetris, and Zelda. Apparently, kids okay. in her grade are getting into Fortnite. <laughs> Fortnite? Yes, Barnaby, you and your spelling is amazing. And she wants to start playing as well. I said... Heck no. I translated that. Oh, really? What, yeah. What are your thoughts about online shooters for kids? When is a good age to let them start? I want to encourage her to play games, but I'm not sure Fortnite in that particular online community is a good idea. So, Patrick, let's hear your yeah. thoughts. Online shooters for kids. It's a, that is, it is a very valid question. It's a very good question. Um, but uh, with Fortnite... Um, it's a little different than other online shooters. Um, one, it's very it is, cartoony, right? It's very cartoony. There's no blood in it. Um, there's all there's a lot of goofiness. Um, I know online communities can be toxic. Yeah. Uh, but I believe there's a way to mute others. Um, what, uh, during during a match um, that uh, you can't hear anybody else. Now, mostly when you're playing with Fortnite, um, you're playing with younger people. Um, I got into Fortnite a couple times, and I would say 90% of the time I was playing with other kids. And I could hear them uh, on the other during, during game chat, and they were younger. Um, most of the time, they're, they're pretty nice. Um, and then you get into the other ones where you, know, you get into the, uh, the toxic yeah. part where people are mad that, a five-year-old is playing Fortnite. You know, it's like, seriously, you know, you're, you're at this game. I believe this game is geared more towards kids than, uh, than anybody else. That's why you see Fortnite being one of the biggest games there is right now. Right. Uh, one, because it's free and two, because it's easy to jump into. Um, also with Fortnite, what I've done with my kids. Now, I've played a couple of games with the kids because they have like a split screen mode that you can do. Mm -hmm. um, but really, there is another area, another um, mode within Fortnite. Um, it's pretty much a building mode uh, where you together, uh, split screen, can, um, can play, build, just fight each other. Um, and... And just be creative. I don't know if it's called creative mode, or I don't know if it's still called that, if it's called something else. Um, but that's a great. Uh, it's yeah. It's I would say you know Fortnite online maybe maybe not. You know if you don't have a headset, just mute the other other party members. But one of the things that um, 
that really prevents me from allowing Clark to play online is the messages that people can get mm. uh, from other, you know, you know, either your or your teammates or some other person that you fight or whatever. They can find your screen name or your ID or whatever gamer tag it is. Um, they can send you a message, and some of those messages can uh, that I've seen. I've never gotten one before, but they can be pretty pretty vulgar, um, and they will use you know cursory words uh, that I don't think that you know a nine or ten year old should be should be getting because I mean we're <laughs> it's a whole different topic, but online bullying is real, yeah. um, and I, I yeah that's that's one of the reasons why I don't want Clark to play online. You know, he's five, you know, like he really can't read right now. You know, he knows his sight words kind of thing. Um, but um, but there's nothing quite like when your five, six, seven, eight-year-old says, Daddy, what's boop? Right? Because yeah. I've had that happen because I've played uh, good old Jackbox games on Twitch two times with anybody being able to join. And one of those times my kids were present and uh, some choice words were used. And my yeah. daughter asked me about them. You got to be careful with those yep. for sure. Yeah. So that's the biggest thing is those the messages and being able to hear someone. If you can turn off messages and you can turn off the the chat, I think it's okay. Yeah. Now with Fortnite, but if the, but if you're talking about like a Call of Duty or maybe an Apex Legends where there's more shooting and and death, be, uh, that more realistic is violence, more realistic, stuff. I would say, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that would give my son. Not. My son is seven, and he would have nightmares for like <laughs> for months if he saw some of that stuff. Yeah, uh, he read he read a book online with his sister about Bigfoot, and it was an audio book, and it had like drawings and pictures and stuff, and it got my kids going down this trail of you know Yeti and Bigfoot sightings, and you know the whole time they're like, yeah, but Bigfoot's not real, and and we talked about it and stuff, and. And I'm not kidding, today earlier he was having a snack at the kitchen table and he walks in with this look of fear on his face and he goes, Daddy, can you come sit with me? I can't stop thinking about Bigfoot. And I'm like, oh, oh no. no, really? Are you serious, dude? You're getting freaked out. It was a kid's book about Bigfoot. It wasn't even like, you know, <laughs> well, he's watching minds, on a big TV. For, for, for us, you know, you see something that is scary you know, you've, you've seen scary yeah. stuff. Yeah. So you know what scares you. You've had that, you know, um, when you were a kid, you know, things like that, you know, like horns, you know, right. on a person could scare the scare you, whether or not they look like a demon or not, right. could scare the heck out of you because yeah. it's totally foreign, totally alien to what you've, what you've ever experienced. But I mean, we nowadays, you know, like we're so immune uh, to that kind of things where our, our, our minds are just like, okay, we've seen that before. We know it's not real, but for five, nine, 10 year old, you know, you're like, I don't, I've never experienced this before. This looks scary to me. Yeah. Yep. And to clarify, uh, Barnaby butter teeth did say later on, Barnaby did say one of my big concerns is how toxic some communities can be. Um, and that, and that I think is where he's coming from. And rightly so. I think, uh, it, from my perspective, I don't have, I don't want to add too much cause I think Patrick, you, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, but I would want to add that I think it's not about whether they, especially when they're 10, 11, 12 years old, they're going to be exposed to it one way or the other at school or whatever. But I think it's all about presence. 
if you're there with them, if you're experiencing it with them and you can talk about it, I think that makes all the difference. You know, when I that's, was, a, that's best case scenario. Yeah. Uh, cause when I was a kid, you know, I watched all kinds of movies when I was seven and eight movies. I had no business watching. Uh, and then I repeated those words in elementary school a lot. And I think it's in part because my, my parents just kind of played the ignore it game. They thought, well, if we don't make a big deal out of it, he won't make a big deal out of it. And instead of talking to me about right. it, and I, I kind of like, you know what? You kids are going to hear stuff. You know, sometimes I let them watch me play Final Fantasy VII, and sometimes they do say some words, and I talk about it immediately. I'm like, hey. If, if you, Barrett's on the, on the screen, you oh, say, all right. I, I actually <laughs> mute it. When, when, Barrett's, when Barrett's on the screen, I mute it because I'm like, he's too much. Like everybody in every character in that game has a moment where they say something and I'll talk to the kids about it. Uh, I think it comes down to presence. And Mm -hmm. so Barnaby, if you can, if you can be present with your niece uh, when she's playing, I think it's good that, you know, like Patrick said, you know, do the building thing or play offline. Uh, But the most important thing is to be present, talk about it, you know, talk her through it and, and try to play with her and, and enjoy it with her. You know, don't just make it like a, no, you can't do this because something bad's going to happen. I don't think that's a good way to, you know, operate. It's all about um, preparing them for getting older in adulthood where you can't shelter people from that stuff. So, all righty. All righty then. With that, let's jump into just a hard turn right now, the topic of the show. Right, folks. We are talking what? about no. Oh no, I'm not. I, I don't Tim approve Carey. of that transition. Carry. Alrighty <laughs> then. Transition on, ninja man. turns into transition surf ninja. <laughs> I just hit that wave and uh, just wrote it right in because hey, I had no idea how to transition talking about <laughs> toxic online multiplayer. Man, games. I was going to talk and about Jim Carrey. Go ahead. What were you going to say, Mark? Do your transition and then Patrick. Man, I was going to. I was going to mention when you were talking about. Um, battleship the the scene from batman forever if you remember that there's this scene where batman and robin they're coming in like the bat wing and the bat boat and they're trying to head towards two-face and riddler's hideout and uh, yeah and they're basically launching missiles <laughs> and they're launching missiles at batman and robin using a game of battleship like it's, That's right. it's, it's Two-Face <laughs> and Riddler. I, totally forget. I forgot about that. I totally don't remember this. I've totally just X'd that out of my memory. <laughs> yeah, this exactly. is so awful. <laughs> and all I remember is Jim Carrey, you suck my battleship. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I totally forgot no. about that. Absolute train wreck. <laughs> Man, you should have you just been like, hey Lucas, remember when you were talking about battleship? <laughs> just totally like reference back to 20 minutes ago that would have been perfect i tried missed opportunity tried. too bad that's funny well then i guess uh that's guess, hilarious that's hilarious the topic of the show guys is jim carrey's movies life and legacy and to really warm us up and get us in the mood because it's a night show let's play Bamboozled! Alrighty then, edition! Are you ready, contestants? No. Fantastic! I knew you wouldn't be, so let's do this. <laughs> Tonight, we are going to be going in clockwise alphabetic order. 
Okay. What? How is that different? <laughs> Don't worry about it. That's why you're not hosting. So, Patrick, you're going to be first to Good. lead the way. Are you ready? Actually, boop, 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 boop. The Wicked Wango card has showed its ugly head. You didn't pick it. Who picked it? But it came out anyways. You picked it. You just didn't know it. Quit making that face. I don't, I don't, again, I don't agree with this. That's too bad. You're not hosting. So tonight we're going to be using buzzers just like we did in a past episode. I don't remember. So, Patrick, your sound is going to be alrighty then. When you want to My answer, sound your is sound alrighty is then. alrighty then. All right. Okay. Got it. Mark, okay. your sound is going to be, I can't think of something Jim Carrey said, but go ahead and make one up. Oh, the smoking. Yes. And Ronnie, your sound's going to be the most annoying sound in the world. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 All right. Hopefully Elizabeth's not sleeping already. <laughs> Perfection. So let's jump right into this. This game is going to be B-E-A beautiful. Hold on. Let me do a warm up one first. Warm it up for us. I like it. That sounds beautiful. That's going to be do fun this. to edit. Everybody that is was going so to loud. <laughs> Here we go. Hey, Ronnie, when you do that, don't do it directly into the mic. <laughs> Eat the microphone. (laughs) Here we go. First question. Which actor was originally picked to star in the original Ace Ventura? All righty then. Patrick. Dang it. Burt Reynolds. (laughs) That is incorrect. Nailed it. So (laughs) I didn't get to hear the entire question because it broke up. Fair enough. I'll give you some options. You should have said, who what? I didn't get options. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry about your luck, Patrick. No, 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 no. No, I didn't even Wango hear the question. <laughs> Here Too we bad. go. Carry on. <laughs> Which actor was originally picked to star in the original Ace Ventura? Was it Jim okay. Carrey, Rick Moranis, Matthew Broderick, or Tom Hanks? Smokey. Mark Boucher. Tom Hanks. That is incorrect. Uh, Dang it. Is that better? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Ronnie Johantis. Rick Moranis. That is correct. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. You get a point, Whoa. my friend. Ronnie. That would be so weird. Takes the lead. Wouldn't that be oh, Burt Reynolds would have so been weird? Burt Reynolds would have been <laughs> perfect. Maybe next time. Yeah. Little uh, known do fact, not go in there, eh? <laughs> yeah. Rick Moranis turned that roll down for the Flintstones and Little Giants. Mm. Wow. Good, good call. Good call. All right, here we go. So, Another Ace Ventura. We are going to transition <laughs> bef- we before we get to our yeah, before we get to our next question. Time for a speed round where you only have to yell out the answer and you will get a points. No buzzers. No the buzzers. Just the y- answer. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Negative one point for Patrick. <laughs> All right, here we go. This speed round is the Jim Carrey movie jobs speed round. Are you ready? Good. Ace Got Ventura. It. Pet Detective. Correct. Truman Show. 
Dad. Incorrect. No. <laughs> Negative one point for Patrick. <laughs> he wasn't a dad. <laughs> Anyone? Insurance salesman. I don't remember. That is correct. Insurance. You just evened out on that one. Good job. Oh, All right. <laughs> Next, the mask. Banker. That is He's correct. Ronnie got that one. Bruce Almighty. News reporter. Uh, news anchor. That is correct. Ronnie snuck that Damn. one in as well. Me, myself, Fire. and Irene. Wait, hold on. No. He... Okay, good. Me, myself, and Irene. Isn't he like a Mountie or something like that? Close <laughs> enough. <laughs> it's the American version. Mountaineer. Ranger? What's the American version? Date Trooper, you diggle hopper. I'll give it to Mark just for the sake of moving on. That's good. All right, here we go. Question number two. We survived that speed round. And, uh, oh, buzzers. Sorry, I forgot how we were playing the game. Question number two. Jim Carrey once starred in a vampire movie. True or false? All righty then. Smoking. Patrick. Yes. That is true. Ding, 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 ding. For bonus, what is the movie called? Oh, no. Can I, can I do the bonus? Sure. Smoke it. Once bitten. That is uh, correct. Once bitten. I didn't know. Patrick got a point, and so did Mark. Good job. Here we go. Next to another speed round. Get oh, ready. Another speed round. Another speed round. <laughs> These are going to be principal co-stars that Jim Carrey had in the following movies. Oh, gosh. Crap. First movie, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet. Excuse me. <laughs> All righty, then. You don't have to buzz in. in. We don't Negative have to buzz in. one point for oh, Patrick. Ah. <laughs> and that is a point, even though you pronounced it wins- Wizlnet. <laughs> Mark I was trying to get it out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Good. That sounds fantastic. All right. Next movie, <laughs> Dumb and Dumber. Jeff Daniels. Mark got it. Bruce Almighty. Steve Carell. Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston and... Either way. Steve Carell. I said Steve Carell. Wait, he was in uh, Bruce Almighty? Evan yeah. Backstabber. I mean, Baxter. News anchor guy. Yeah. Oh, right. Freeman. I guess. Ronnie said Jennifer Aniston first, so he gets the point. Yeah. All right. Morgan Freeman. Yeah, Morgan Freeman was the other one I was looking for. I'll, get, I'll give you a bonus point. I'll give you all. Yeah. You know what? You know what? You all get points on that one. Congratulations. <laughs> Yay. For being so neat. All right. Fun with Dick and Jane. <laughs> Tay Leone. Correct. Can you name the man? I've never actually seen that one, so... Shame on you, sir. Um, it is the guy from uh, Beetlejuice. He t- <laughs> takes his name. Wait, I couldn't... Mental I didn't hear picture. it. No, what was the the movie? Over the poker? You couldn't hear it over the poker? Too bad. <laughs> Too bad. No, I couldn't hear it over the bad internet. It's Alec... <laughs> It Alec is Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Yes. All right. Last Dang one. Dang it! I couldn't hear it. <laughs> the mask. The mask. Cameron oh, Diaz. Ju- Cameron Diaz. Yes. Patrick got that one as well. All right. Next question. Please buzz in. 
The mask that Stanley Ipkiss wears is in the image of a Roman god. True or false? That is not your buzzing sound. <laughs> That's not your buzzer. That's my turkey call from a couple episodes. <laughs> I gotta get uh, Corey Fouch's buzzer in. Boom, boom. Waiting for a buzz in. No. <laughs> Negative one point for Patrick. <laughs> Anyone? It's 50-50 chance to get it correct. <laughs> Smoking! It's not that hard. Thank you, Mark Boucher. Yes, false, and uh, true. So. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Negative one point for Mark. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> Turn on the old sprinkler of yes, answers. false. <laughs> Ronnie, answer anything th- that sounds like a correct answer, true. and I'll give you a point. It is not true, but I'll still give you a point. Any number and you win. (laughs) You win. (laughs) It is actually false. It was Nordic. It was supposed to be Loki, the god of darkness and mischief. All right. Moving on to (laughs) the final speed round. This is the full name speed round where you give the full name of Jim Carrey's character in his movie. Okay. Please... No buzzing in, just yell the answer, and I might give you a point. First one, Dumb and Dumber. Lloyd Christmas. You got it, Patricky. Batman Forever. The Riddler. Edward Incorrect. Digma. Thank you, Mark. I knew Ooh, you would get dang. that one. I was going to say. <laughs> the Mask. Stanley Ipkiss. Stanley Ipkiss. <laughs> That's correct. Stanley Ipkiss. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, you get half a point for coming in late and Ronnie gets a fourth of a point for coming in <laughs> later <laughs> okay. according to my internet it I was in be, before Patrick but you it know. could be the win a liar liar I don't remember uh, Bob Saget <laughs> I'll give you two points for an effort <laughs> Why not? I'm feeling generous. It is Fletcher Reed. That's one man. I would not. That that is not a house. Samsonite. It's way off. And the last one, Man in the Moon. Uh, Andy Kaufman. Mark got it. That is correct. All right. I really kept score in a very sloppy way. So. While I, so everyone wins. While I'll ta- why I t- while I tally, let's transition right into our movie discussion because I know all of us here love Jim Carrey movies and we have a top five. So with that, who wants to lead the way? In do we the- all want to give our number ones first, or do we just want to give oh, our whole just list? Go right out of the gate. I mean, I'm I'm fine oh. with you. You know, let's mixing it let's up. Do, let's do uh, go from your number five down. Fives and, and if isn't it fives and up? That would be fives six, seven, and eight. Then yeah, I'll go from <laughs> number five to number ten. <laughs> yes, you don't have false. That many? I, need to, I need to get. Yes, I thought false. your top fives were thirty. I'll look up some movie titles here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, start with number five. Fun with Dick and Jane. Ooh, that is my honorable okay. mention. I there love that movie, man. It's hilarious. It's, it is funny. Anytime I hear the word indicted. And I think it funded with and died. 
Hear that, Jane? Indicted. <laughs> I love when they basically. I'm indicted. He steals like I don't know what he steals from that little like little gas station or whatever, and they like floor it, and they're like flying through the rain in that little bitty peanut car. And he's like, he's like, are they still back there? He's like, I don't think anybody's actually following us. <laughs> <laughs> when yeah, when we asked about movie. when we asked about uh, Jim Carrey questions and comments, most certainly Tim Pollan the one and only said uh fun with dick and jane for the win so oh, that yes, is definitely yes. one of his favorites uh, yeah. i remember watching that in the theater with my wife and mm-hmm. i really appreciated the satire on enron that it represented at the time it yeah, did, like for sure. all the stuff with alec baldwin's character who would always give him was that no that wasn't that was i was also think i was mixing up him giving uh who would he massage in the bathroom at the urinal that was another movie that he was in. That was uh, Dumb and Dumber, right? No. And, uh, wait. No, where Alec Dumb Baldwin Dumber, was. In... Without Alec oh, no. Baldwin? Alec Baldwin massaging with someone at a urinal? Yeah, I think it was Ben Stiller. Where's a, what's, a, what's the movie that Alec Baldwin and Ben Stiller are in together? Anyways, there's a, there's a scene, a couple scenes where he's always like, t- like massaging or getting too close. He's like breaking all the Ronnie rules in the bathroom in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and... And I can't remember if, that, if that's fun with Dick and Jane or if that's another movie. I'm going to have to do mm, some research. I'll get back to you. But Alec Baldwin, I love Alec Baldwin as a co-star, not as a main guy. Yeah. As a co-star, he is like, he's hilarious. He's so good. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's funny. He also plays like in that scene, like Alec Baldwin was made to play like the pompous jerk oh, boss. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, sure. He was born for that role. Perfect for and it. He does it great he every does, time. Dude. All right, who else has got a number five? My number my number five is the number twenty three. Oh, I never saw that. Have you ever seen have you guys seen that one? Never seen it. So Bits and pieces of it. It's not a comedy. It's more a Jim Carrey as a person movie. Mm-hmm. And he just gets obsessed with the number the number twenty three. And it's just like goes down a rabbit hole of of him being uh, obsessed with things that are 23 or add up to 23 or have two and three in it um and i i, I probably watch it maybe every i don't know a few years uh and it's 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 a nice it's a nice uh like i don't know contrast from all the other ones that are on my list <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know like and uh so I, I i do i really do like i know the number 23 did not get uh very good reviews but uh, but I enjoyed it because it was a little different and there was a little bit of a thrill suspense to it as well. Um, and just seeing Jim Carrey in like a, a different character than his normal comedy routine. Yeah. My number five is Batman Forever. Because... <laughs> nice. And you can make fun of me all you want. I'm but sorry. it's it's... It's not it's, your choice uh, that made me do that. It's just like... It's that Batman Forever, but yeah, I, I'm with you. Yeah, I, I know where you're coming from. But so. it's it's Jim Carrey, like at his finest, honestly. Yeah. Like, like doing his Jim Carrey thing, like to the nth yeah, degree. Just goofy. Um, and... Yeah, yeah. His interpretation of Riddler um, is way better than the real Riddler, in my opinion. Like, yeah. I loved yeah. it. I did too. I actually like. Um, I know we've had this discussion before, but I like Batman Forever. Like, as a kid, I thought it was awesome. Like as an adult, yeah, yeah. not as much. But uh, no, I freaking loved that movie when I was a kid. I liked him yeah. as Edward Nigma. 
Yeah. Absolutely. Not the Riddler. Like him 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 before cool he became the Riddler. Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. Yep. This is your brain on the box. Um but uh <laughs> yeah, I I mean I in terms of a Batman movie, it, to me Bat, Batman Forever's middle of the road, but just all all the goofiness that he that he exudes as as the Riddler um you know, physical slapstick comedy like when he's blowing up the Batcave with all his little Riddler bombs and stuff <laughs> like that and um all that kind of stuff. Um it's just it's just classic Jim Carrey to me. Um of course it's on the lower end of my list because I think there are better movies where Jim Carrey does his thing. But right, yeah. it's still Jim Carrey sure. doing his thing. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, my number five is I mean, I feel like it's it's Jim Carrey whatever role he plays, it always has his fingerprint on it and i think in how the the grinch stole christmas is yet another uh great holiday flick where he's he's jim carrey dressed up like the grinch like he's not (laughs) playing he's not really playing the grinch but he just he gives an extra flair to it where i remember the old cartoon uh where it just was an it was like an old about an old man that finally was like all right fine you don't have to get off my lawn i'll be nice but when Jim Carrey did The Grinch, it was like he just brought an extra life to it that was just so enjoyable that even when he was being mean, he was funny. And uh, it's just a, it's my preferred version of, of How the Grinch Stole Christmas as opposed to the, the cartoon. So I agree. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen it, so I don't have a lot of like special moments from it. But I just remember mm-hmm. getting done and watching it and be like, it made like, when I would go back and watch How the Grinch Stole Christmas original cartoon, it made it better. Because yeah. of watching mm-hmm. Jim Carrey's performance, so yeah, the that's my number five. Is, yeah, it's so much. The live action one is so much better, um, and it's it's a uh, it's one of those movies that we watch as a family each Christmas. Yeah, you know, we watch Elf, we watch um, Santa Claus, and The Crystal Christmas. So yeah, nice. All right, number four, I think <clears throat> everybody gave their number five, right? Yeah, yeah. So yep. so let's loop it back back to Mark. What is your number four? Uh, my number four is How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh, nice. Um, there you go. Yeah. I, it was so on my, uh, I, I absolutely love it, actually. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it, like Patrick, it's one of those movies I have to watch at Christmas. Yeah. It's just become one of those classic movies. And uh, I never thought I would want to see Sean Connery playing the Grinch, but here we are. Because um, that's basically the accent he has the through oh. the whole movie. <laughs> I was like, "Wait, oh what?" I have not even thought about it. Now I'm going to every single time so I see it. My my Thanks. favorite scene from that movie is when he's like trying stuff on. He's like, "But what would I wear?" And then he's like trying stuff on. He's like, "Ooh, ah, that's it. I'm not going." And he's like storms off. <laughs> that's freaking hilarious. Yeah, but I think one of my favorite parts is when he's they're basically. Um, you know they're getting ready to do this whole thing with stealing all the Christmas stuff from the Who's, and he's talking to Max, and he he puts the little red nose on on Max's nose, and uh, he comes out and he's got this like USS, I forget the name of the ship, but it's like a Navy ship hat, and he's making fun of Ron uh, Ron Howard, who's the director, and and so he comes out. He's like, okay, this is this is the game here. 
You're, you're a reindeer with a red nose and nobody likes you. Then one night, Santa asks you to, to ride his sleigh. And action! And he just pops <laughs> his nose off. Brilliant! <laughs> Little known fact. Love how it. the Grinch Stole Christmas is actually his most uh, monetarily popular movie. His yeah. best-selling movie at $381 million. Which yeah, I, 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 yeah. Second, I mean, with that, with that, with it being a, a Christmas movie, and it's you know all kids, all ages can watch it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then yeah. right behind it is Batman Forever at three hundred thirty-five. Seriously? Million. Yep. Mm. Wow. Second place in sales. There you go. Uh huh. All right, Patrick. What is your number four? Uh, number four for me is Liar Liar. Mm, yeah. Mm. Mm. Not a bad. There's call. so many times with in that movie uh, I still use uh, to this day. So like lines like uh, if I'm riding riding an elevator, I'm like 21st floor menswear, <laughs> or or if uh, if if someone's on the phone, I always think like who you gonna call your girlfriend? <laughs> you know, putting the fist up like the little kid does. This which his kid is son is royal blue. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's uh it's 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 okay up until he gets he has to he has to tell the truth. Once he has to tell the truth from that point on for the rest of the movie, it is uh it is hilarious. <laughs> There's so many times where you know he has to tell the truth whether he's in the courthouse and he's trying to tell a lie. He's like, oh, I can't lie. Yeah. Or he's like, he's in the bathroom. He's like, I'm beating myself up. Do you mind? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good yeah, one. that was good. Man. Stuff, Ronnie? Number Mine four. is The Mask. Oh. Okay. Somebody Mask. stop me. Yeah, I just <laughs> remember being a little kid, like watching that movie and. Like, so, like, enamored with the whole idea. Just, like, the coolness of that movie. Um, but, yeah, it was number four for me. Cool. Nice. Yeah, I remember I, re- I remember watching that movie in the theater and then years down the road not realizing that his co-star was Cameron Diaz. Like, I did not recognize her from the film. Like, she just very looked different. Very early Cameron Diaz. It was a very yeah. early Cameron Diaz. And, of course, I had no idea when that movie came out that it was a comic book graphic novel or whatever before and mm-hmm. i was so confused but it was funny so i just went with it and uh did you guys ever watch the sequels son of the mask son of yeah son of the uh, mask. i bet you did watching son of flubber i know right you know? well that's actually what <laughs> it reminded me of it because when i watched i was like i should never watch a movie that starts with son of a it just it never works out <laughs> so son of flubber son of the mask oh awful that's funny worst all right my number four is and you guys might uh i'll I'll share why uh it's maybe considered quote-unquote lower because i'm sure you guys have this higher up on the list my number four is dumb and dumber boom yeah yeah it's in your top five it's still my top five it's yep it's all good and i mean i got it dumb and dumber i know you guys are (sighs) you know going to share about it maybe i don't know does anybody have it as number three I will share it right now. It's number two for me. Number two for you? It Fair enough. It is absolutely number one for me. Yeah. Uh, yes. Fair it's, enough. It's, All right. it's, it's good, you know? Like, yeah. I feel bad. It's not in my top five. 
<laughs> what? You booed me, Ronnie. You should be booing Mark Boucher. Boo! <laughs> 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 I will accept your boos. <laughs> no, I, it is possibly. one of those movies that it's not for everybody. I mean, like, it's very stupid comedy, but, like... yeah. I feel like yeah, I just like one hundred percent like grew up on that movie. Like, and I love yeah. like really stupid comedy, like Will Ferrell <laughs> movies and stuff like that. Like, those are absolutely my favorite. Like, that's stuff my stuff you're not have, you don't have to think about. You're like, I'm just here for the laughs. Yeah, just but there's so many stuff in that movie, man. But there's so yeah. many one-liners in that movie. It's like it's like you know, Samsonite. Ah, oh, it's way off. Like, just, <laughs> pets heads pets <laughs> heads are falling off. My yeah. favorite part is uh, he's like pull over Pretty and he's birdie. like. No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for asking. <laughs> you had an extra pair of gloves this whole time? Yeah, we are in the Rockies. <laughs> so good. Yeah. You hungry? Nah, I swallowed a June bug on the way over here. <laughs> but that movie, I, I mean, I have to say that, like, when I see things escalating, like, with my kids and, like, you know, Tasha will push James and then James will, like, I don't know, make it worse, I immediately think of Lloyd. Or, no, I think of uh, Harry. In his snowball fight with uh, the <laughs> girl, point blank like, range, and he just point blank range throws a snowball <laughs> in her face, winds up and nails her. <laughs> and I just, you know, there's no way to quote that or to like really, but I just laugh to myself and think about that's just that's life. Sometimes oh, wow. someone always yeah. takes it too far. Like you know, the kids yeah, and I boy, are playing. This and, party really died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's just so many moments that are just so classic in that movie. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> there's so many times you quote Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. So many times. How is it not number one for you? I know. but And, it, and that's why I'll get into when I share my number three. Uh, okay. But cool. yeah, Dumb and Dumber, that's my uh, number four. Uh, nice. I think we all shared a number four, right? Yeah. I did number four. Um, and number one yeah, for did me. We? <laughs> and number one. That's all right. We'll pretend yeah. like you didn't. We'll just loop back again. Uh, right. And let's go into number... Mark- Mark, Mark did, did you four? He did number four. Yeah. Grinch is number four. I don't remember. Okay. Great. Well, Thanks for listening, on. Patrick. All right. <laughs> <laughs> number four. Or dang it, number three. <laughs> Let's do our number uh, I'm four. I'm just going to jump into my number, th- <laughs> number three. Liar, liar. <laughs> I will say, well, actually, it's that's my number three is liar, liar. And I know we already right, talked okay, about cool. it, but uh, once All you right. get into, for me, when you get to number three, number two, and number one, uh, that's when I feel like uh, Jim Carrey's movies have like a moral to the story and it makes it more rewatchable uh, or it makes it more something that I know down the road I can like watch with my kids and we can not just laugh, but we can have like uh, just a life discussion. And Liar Liar is one of those. Like how many times yeah. in your life have you just wished you could say the truth and just and maybe you do sometimes. I'm one of those guys that just like I all the stuff passes through my head what I really want to say. And then I'm like good for you thumbs up just give a little smile because uh, I don't want to be rude or I don't you know I know it's not going to help the situation so I shut it but watching that movie yeah. and seeing him like not be able to lie it's kind of freeing it's like you know what there's no there's no BS there's no just like beating around the bush I just say what I'm thinking and sometimes that <laughs> would just be nice if people could be like that and just be truthful and stuff. So I really like Liar Liar. I like the moral to the story. Uh, it's hilarious when he just, <laughs> when he wraps the tape around his face in the courtroom and just like kind of looks at him with his lip hanging up and his feet <laughs> hanging out. Like it's just like that visual. It's just like, ah, and it's just, it just makes me laugh. So Liar Liar's my number three. How about nice. you, Ronnie? Number three. 
My number three is Ace Ventura When Nature Calls. Oh, the sequel. Oh, the sequel. Nice. Like a glove. And that kind of gives away my number Chicago. two also. I'll just go ahead and throw that out there. All right, fair uh, enough. Just jump right into it. It's number two. Nice. 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 Yeah, the Ace Ventura movies, uh, they're so, so goofy. Oh, I love them, They man. make no sense. No, but it's they just, put it's Jim Carrey, man. Like, yeah, just his character, this the way he moves oh, is hilarious. Like that yeah. clip you sent us earlier, where he like he's bouncing around in the car, but it, it pans out. And he's just <laughs> on a regular road. Nonsense, <laughs> 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 movie pants. Oh, my daughter laughed at that. Laughed at that scene. And said, oh, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hilarious scene. Yeah, it is hilarious. When he when he uh, gets in the, uh, dang it, like robotic rhino. And yeah. then it, it breaks, <laughs> and he has to get out of it, and everybody's watching. They stop. They think Are, they're going to see a birth. <laughs> he does. It gives birth to Ace Ventura. Uh, my favorite, Naked my Ace favorite Ventura. Part from, yeah. My favorite part from that movie is when they're going, like, the console, it's, like, getting away in the car, and they run out, and he's, like, looking in all the cars for keys, and he looks in, and then he runs around this gigantic monster truck, and, of course, it has the keys in it. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, nobody wants does to a, play with me. Does a chitty chitty bang bang. Yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite my favorite part of that movie that I would constantly put on repeat was the scene, I think it's the consulate, where he's given some sort of a, like a slideshow presentation. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And, and Ace Ventura is making like <laughs> yeah, a, the, the, little sh- <laughs> shadow, <laughs> the shadow puppets. Hi ho, silver. Away. Oh, yeah, dang. yeah, it's hard not uh, to laugh. Yeah. yeah, when he walks into that uh, that room uh, with all the animals on the wall, and like he's screaming with his tongue hanging out, yeah. and the the camera's going around him. He's like, "Is there something wrong?" He's like, "Of course not. This is a lovely room of death." Of course not. Uh, right at the beginning of that movie, he does oh, the uh, slinky down the temple. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. That is a dream. I remember watching I that said, and be like, man, I got to do that someday. Yeah. I, uh, before we even knew we were talking about Jim Carrey movies, I sent that gif to to Lucas yep. earlier la- last last week. Just this, just because just because it was like a Final Fantasy VII reference. Yep. And it just it was so happened quite to be appropriate. hilarious. For I love sure. it. Can I try it again? <laughs> all right pat what is your number three number three for me is bruce almighty yes love it dude oh it's it uh i don't i don't know what it is but it's like it's a combination of his of jim carrey as a person and also jim carrey as like an Ace Ventura kind of dumb and dumber kind of person. It's like there was a combination of those two things, um, and him playing God and how hard it would be to be God. Uh, it just every uh, and, and also the supporting cast, not just Jim. Oh Perry, yeah, but the supporting cast uh, kind of helps it out a little bit. Uh, but he would be he's like the average person who, if they could do whatever they want would do whatever they want. Yep. You know what I mean? And would screw everything up beautifully. <laughs> B-E-A beautiful. Everyone wins the lottery. <laughs> yeah. I won $4 or however much chance. money they get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's classic That's movie. Number three. It's a good one. Yep. Mark, number three. My number three is also Bruce Almighty. 
Yes. Nice. The threes have it. Yeah, I loved all the all the clever little ways they they gave God's powers to to Bruce. You know, like he had to answer the emails with all the prayers. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> he's like typing. Um, and and all that stuff. Like I I think I think before that movie, Jim Carrey was kind of at a low in terms of popularity. And then he spiked right back up with Bruce Almighty, um, and yeah, I the some of the best Jim Carrey movies are are ones that you quote everything from the movie. Um, that's that's how you know it's good, um, and and that's that's definitely some of some of my favorites. You meant to say, and that's the cookie, cookie crumbles. crumbles. Yep, exactly. That's the way. I like it. I like it. I like it. I quote that one all the time with my family. <laughs> you got to do it in that Cronkite voice, and that's the way the cookie crumbles. Walter Cronkite. Walter Cronkite. <laughs> all right. Let there be light. <laughs> number two. My number two is The Truman Show. I love okay, yeah. the Truman Show. Uh, it does it does help that being an English teacher, I found a an end to show this movie to my Brazilian students. Uh, over you know, in my eight years here, I think I showed it like two or three times, and just you know, it's definitely one of his. It's definitely not a serious role, but it's one of his more serious roles where he. You know, he kind of goes crazy halfway through the film, but I just love again the the morals to the story. The you know where he mixes humor with you know some emotional or story depth. Um, I just I really like the movie, and and it's such an outrageous movie. To you know back when reality shows were booming and people were like, the sky's the limit with these reality shows. We can do whatever we want, and this is definitely a satire for what you can do with a reality show, given. They they had a baby and they did a reality show based on his life and he thought he was living a real life and it was all actors and everything else mm-hmm. and uh, I just yep. I just love that movie and uh, and uh, just the emotional resonance it has and, was, and stuff is so good. What are you gonna say, Mark? That was my honorable mention. Nice. Yeah. Good. All right, number two for you, Mark. What you got? Well. It was one movie, but I think in a last-minute substitution, mm. I'm going to put Dumb and Dumber at number two. Oh, because now that now that I really think about it, like I I quote Dumb and Dumber a lot, and <laughs> I think about it, I was like, no, that's probably one of the most memorable memorable movies that he's done is 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 Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. So, and again, it's classic slapstick. Uh, Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels just they work so yeah, well together. They were perfect uh, for each other. Yeah. What, what got bounced so, because of yeah, that change? I'm gonna, just curious. Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Oh, okay. Surprised Ronnie didn't boo you. Nah, he just added Dumb and Dumber and I can't I can't get on him. Can't fault him for that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Patrick, your number two. My number two is Dumb and Dumber. Not Dumb and Dumberer. 
Oh my gosh, Dumb and Dumber Er is awful. <laughs> it's terrible. However, however, that's the one with the there is the poop scene, right? I think you sent oh, that to yeah, us yeah, last year. Yeah. Yes, that is the worst scene. There's poop everywhere. <laughs> uh, but no, Dumb and Dumber Er, the 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 prequel, um, yeah. was was bad. But there was there there was one thing that I say in that. Uh, from that movie is when they talk about uh, instead of dollars they say doll hairs <laughs> it's like i thought you said five doll hairs i mean that's that's from dumb and dumber er and i don't know if you know that or not or if it's somewhere else i don't know but i still say that <laughs> so when mark you say you know how a movie's good when you quote it <laughs> not this one <laughs> <laughs> fair enough <laughs> ronnie you're number two my number two is Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Oh, right. You already First said one. that. Yeah. yeah. I already pretty much uh, the classic. threw out my list. <laughs> he threw it out. Just like, you know what? Just get out of here. <laughs> get out of here, you. Yeah. That one uh, That one was special. And uh, Do not go in, go there. in there. Woo! Woo! <laughs> and then, of course, the infamous scene of when he discovers he's been kissing a man. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> Finkel is Finkel puts a plunger on his face. <laughs> yeah, of course that, that works. <laughs> that's gonna that's do better. it. That's been covered in feces. Let's put that on our face. That's better than a man's lips. <laughs> if I remember correctly, Culture Club's "Do You Really Want to Hurt Me" is in the background. Yes. <laughs> no, uh, is, no, no, isn't it? I'm no woman. Isn't that what's on? I can't. I can't I remember, remember the words of the song, but I can like, hear the later in the movie. In no, it was. I that can't movie. remember. I do remember watching. I remember watching that on Laserdisc back in the day, and uh, I remember watching it with my dad. And the part How old are you? I'm older than you. Because <laughs> I remember watching it on eight track. VHS. Oh come on, VHS! I watched all kinds of movies on VHS. But uh, when he reveals that <laughs> that uh, Einhorn is Finkel and Finkel is Einhorn, he turns him her around and you see the junk in the trunk and my dad like covered his eyes he was just like oh no he didn't see that coming and he just like i thought he was gonna throw up it was funny that's why he's dead he found captain winky (laughs) no but it's hilarious he he realizes that finkel is einhorn because his dog lays on Finkel's face. Right. He's like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. That's huh. it. <laughs> That's how we figured it out. <sighs> All right. Why well, that that leaves uh number one, which I think Ronnie, again, you had already shared that. Yep. Dumb and dumb and dumber. Good work. Yeah. Nice. Uh Patrick, what is your number one? Uh I think I might have spoiled it uh when Chris was on, but it's Ace Ventura. You did. But you'd said it Pet before. Detective. You had said it when we talked about movies before, but it's been a while. Good old Ace oh, Ventura. Gosh. It's from the beginning to the movie to the end of the movie. It's like it's one of those movies where you know those movies that you see um over the course of your years and you're able to quote it from pretty much beginning to end. Yeah. This is that type of movie movie for me. Uh and I know Chris had Chris was talking last last week about uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind and how it's basically it's Jim Carrey. You know, there's no goofiness, it's him. Um and in Ace Ventura Pet Detective, there's only one part and he says two words and it sounds like he's not Ace Ventura, his entire character. It's when he's trying to find uh the um the receipts 
um, or something like where he's at the Miami Dolphins place and uh, he's there with Courtney Cox's character and he just looks at her and he's like, uh, Melissa, I, uh, and that's, that's basically, that's basically it. Everything else is, is Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura, yeah. Ace Ventura, you know. Oh, man. Well, why don't you cry about it? Saddlebags? You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Everything about it. I totally forgot Courtney Cox was in that. Uh, yeah. I haven't watched that movie in years, but I will say that that movie single-handedly ruined the, uh, the, the Jungle Lion song for me for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> it it totally yeah just ruined my innocence when i hear that song so isn't that in lion king yes it is it is it is in lion king it is in lion king for sure <laughs> oh man yeah ace ventura everything about it good stuff mark you're number one my number one is the mask the mask um, the mark. I I always loved the whole dual identity idea of of you know Stanley Ipkiss is this boring uh, bank teller guy uh, and you know he's basically got this dead end life and all of a sudden he finds this mystical powerful mask that basically allows him to put himself out there as this crazy character and and has this dual identity and. You know, he he gets the girl and all this kind of stuff. And, and you know, a lot of the comic book elements of it, um, it, it I always enjoyed it. So it's definitely my number one. Very nice. Nice. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Classic. Good stuff. Somebody stop me. Um, my number one has already been mentioned, but it is Bruce Almighty. Love it. Knew it. Nice. Um. Again, like I said, my top three, they have a moral to the story and hit me. Uh, this this movie, outside of the humor, you know, and like there's so many good things about it. You've already brought it up. Uh, Morgan Freeman, he is God, like not in an idolatrous sort of way, but like I don't want anybody else to play God in a movie ever again. Just <laughs> yeah. Morgan Freeman. He nailed that. <laughs> like, anybody else that tries to be God, it's like, you're not God. You're fake. <laughs> <laughs> sitting on a throne you're sitting on a cloud of lies uh yeah sitting on a throne of lies exactly uh morgan freeman's a great a great like and and just he just does a a good god that sounds yeah, weird so to say good. but he's so no, good yeah uh uh-huh. but it's the he's... end of the movie that really just surprised me because you know as, as much as it's a slapstick movie and all the crazy stuff that happens and him acting, you know, just going out of his mind at the end of the movie, when he's like given up, he's walking in the rain and he's just like, I can't do this. And he's like, God, I, I give myself to you. I give everything to you. I can't do this. And then he gets hit by, a, you know, a truck and he's all, of a sudden, <laughs> he's all of a sudden in heaven. And he's like, what happened? He's like, God's like, you can't kneel in front of a truck and live to tell the tale. Like, what do you expect? But, but like, I just, that is like a movie that I could show that scene as a illustration in a sermon, like at a church and just be like, this, this gives you a glimpse of, of what, uh, in part Christianity is about and following God is about. It's about giving of yourself and, you know, loving others and not trying to, do it all perfectly and and follow all the commands and all that jazz. It's about 
get, trusting in God and giving your life to him. And, and that movie hit me so hard the first time. I mean, I'm pretty sure either the first time or the second time I watched it, I, I didn't like ball like a baby, but I, I cried, I teared up and I was like, that's, that's what it's all about. And the fact that that came from a Jim Carrey movie and uh, just a comedy about a guy trying to be God like that. And that's for that reason that shot that movie up to number one for me because of the message nice. behind it. So yeah, that's my number one. Nice. It was good. It was good. good. Yeah. Good message. Good stuff. Uh, did you guys have any other honorable mentions? I did. Throw them out, man. This is now's the time. Now's the time. I had one. It, w- it was yes, man. Me too. That was and my honorable mention. It w- it's it's basically liar liar. It is. You know, except except he just has to say yes <laughs> for everything. Yeah, instead of he can't and lie, he can't say no. Of, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was uh, the Do- Zoe Deschanel as uh, the the co star. Um, I think it was good, you know, like it was, a, it wasn't one of the, the you know, one of his biggest movies, but I really enjoyed it for sure. What did you like about yeah. it? So for me, it was, I mean, it was the same formula as Liar Liar. So it, to me, it was like a spiritual sequel. So I felt like it, it felt familiar. Um, but I think it was just the, you know, just the, <laughs> again, it, it connects to like with Liar Liar, I connected with the fact that, man, I wish I could just, uh, I wish I could just tell the truth sometimes, not tell the truth like I'm a liar, but, but like be open and honest sometimes. And, and he got to live that out with, mm-hmm. with yes, man. Sure. It was more like a, you know what? Uh, it was a confirmation for me. I'm a yes man. Like I, I always want to be agreeable. You know, I'll mix things up. And as I've gotten older, I've gotten uh, a little more of a negative Nancy or I act a little bit more like my dad and I'm not as much of a yes man, but in my heart of hearts, I always want to make people happy and, and say yes. And just to kind of see like what he learned from that through the movie. Again, it's the moral of the story that, that I connected with and really enjoyed. I mean, in terms of the humor, like it's really dangerous to say yes to anything. Like <laughs> there's some stuff that happens uh, in that well, movie. Yeah, yes to that's just like crazy. But, and uh, but his life was just so boring. Oh yeah. And then when he started to say yes to things, yeah, you know, it just, yeah, it just turned into like, a good adventure you know he right. spiced up his life a little bit yeah and he actually had a life rather than just sitting in his on his couch watching tv you know yeah and there's something to it to the fact that yeah he he his life livened up and it wasn't always directly because of what he said yes to it was more like he said yes to something which then led to something else which then right. did something something else when you live your life just being like no nah, i don't really want to do that no that's eh, i've done that before like if you if you're constantly saying no to stuff, uh, you're missing out. And uh, yeah, right. I did like that message in it. Uh, and I think for me, the only reason it's an honorable mention, uh, it didn't get a little higher is uh, there are sometimes when <laughs> Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey, or his characters that he plays, they just go too far. And like the like his neighbor. There was that. Yep, the neighbor scene, and I'm just like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> Nope, I can't. I can't. You can say no to that. <laughs> you can sir. say no. The yeah, the old lady purpling scene. But, nope. But he did say no, and then it it ruined him. Yeah, it's true. So that was that was that. Marco Ronnie, you got an honorable mention or two. Mine was actually the Grinch. So. Oh, nice. Okay. There you go. <clears throat> nice. Yeah. So I have two honorable mentions. The first being I mentioned earlier, the Truman Show. Cool. Uh, love the story behind that and, and how well that was 
that was written and performed. Um, Jim Carrey can do serious with with like little little uh, you know snippets of of comedy. He can be he can be serious, and I think they got they nailed it right um, with the Truman Show. I I loved the premise of that. Um, secondly, and you know we've been really focusing on his movies, but he's also had a presence on television, oh, yes. and and so, so glad you brought um, that up. Yeah, so um, do not undersell his time on In Living Color. Um, he he did a fantastic job, and that was early Jim Carrey. Um, you know, he was fresh off a of stand up and got on In Living Color, and uh, look up his Fire Marshal Bill. <laughs> that stuff. was that was like one of my favorite Dude, impressions yes. to do. Hey, I still do that. How you doing? Let me show you I something. Still hey, do, do that something. to my kids, and they're like, "What are you doing, guys?" Oh gosh, where's your? You know, put your lips back. Seriously, <laughs> what's wrong? <laughs> but uh, yeah, look up his stuff on In Living Color. It's it's hilarious. It is special. Um, so yeah, those are my honorable mentions. All right. Well, I think that just about covers it. I do have to say I'm a little sad. Nobody mentioned one of his big recent hits, Dark Crimes, 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Of course it is. No one saw it. <laughs> I've never even heard of it. I hadn't either till I saw it on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I wanted to see, I did look up his, uh, I wanted to see what his like, top and bottom movies were on Rotten yeah, Tomatoes. What, what were his top and bottom? So the bottom three movies, uh, any guesses besides, obviously I already mentioned Dark where, Crimes. Where did you see this? This is Rotten Tomatoes. IMDb or, or Rotten Tomatoes. I did Rotten okay, Tomatoes. Gotcha. So, uh, so yeah, Dark Crimes. Yep. Um, number 23. Throw them out. No. 23 was oh, not okay. on right. the... Uh, Dumb and Dumber. Lows. <laughs> he wasn't in that one, so... Yeah. Dumb and Dumber 2. Yeah, yeah. thankfully. No, I never... Uh, did you guys see Dumb and Dumber 2? I never watched it. I did. I, I did. It. It's, uh, it's... I mean, we were talking about it earlier where we're talking about Jim Carrey nostalgia. And if you didn't grow up like an Ace Ventura, then you, you know, watching it now would, wouldn't be the same. Right. It's basically that. It's only for people who uh, love Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. And even so, it's just a second-rate Dumb and Dumber movie. Yeah. Uh, even even though it has the same characters, it's it's good. I mean, I I liked it, but as far as being in my top five, no, no. Yeah. Not. Maybe not it may have top my top twenty Jim Carrey movies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the bottom. <laughs> I would say. Go ahead, Mark. <laughs> Is is uh, his um, his CGI a Christmas Carol? Was that one? Nope. Oh. That one was uh, that was in the middle, but that one wasn't. Oh, that okay. was that was all right. Uh, once bitten. Yep. Once bitten. Eighteen percent. I remember watching. <laughs> I remember. Right. I remember watching that bad boy uh, when we got cable because that came out in '85. That was an early film of his. Is it? And uh, I remember watching. Is that Earth baby. Girls are easy on the bottom? <laughs> no, <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> No, that one's not the. It's actually fun with Dick and Jane. Really, twenty eight percent. Really, yeah. whoa! It, it only had twenty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I was very surprised. Wow, I enjoyed that one. That's surprising. But it is what it is. All right, top three. Any guesses there? Uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yep. I bet that's number one. That's number two at ninety three percent. Oh, it's oh, it's number two. Yeah, okay. surprising. Wow. Where's the cable um, guy at on that? Dumb and Dumber. Oh, no one brought out the cable guy. That was yeah, a close Chris one. Edgerly brought out the mm. cable guy with us. Yeah, he did. Well, he did bring it up. It's funny you should mention that. 
because we're going to bring it up in just a little bit. Don't you want somebody to love? Oh, right. That's exactly why we're bringing it up. <laughs> it took me, a, took me longer to get there than... <laughs> yeah, I actually didn't like the cable guy, so that's why I didn't bring it up. But such is life. Sorry. No, it's not on the... No, yep. it's all good. It's not on the... It's not on the... I think it was in the middle somewhere. It wasn't in the top three. It was uh, Liar Liar at 81%. And number one was The Truman Show at 94%. Okay. There you go. Huh. So it's not surprising because it's based off of critics. And critics are like, hmm, this is more movie-ish. And so they probably saw Truman Show as like a... It's, Truman Show is more traditional. He acts like a normal human being for the most part uh, in the movie. So gotcha. it makes sense why it's up there. But yeah. Yep. So... That is that. All right. Well, we have finished our Jerry Rig Jabber about Jim Carrey. I don't know what that means, but we finished it. If you would like to connect with us, we're gonna yep, go with just it. gonna just keep keep the ball rolling. If you'd like to connect with us beyond listening, remember to check out our Twitter handle at the GMG Podcast or Discord, where we have a link in our Twitter profile or the show notes. Uh, on Twitter, it is like Tahiti. A magical place where we're greeting one another every morning, afternoon, evening, or night, sharing dad jokes and talking about the latest and greatest in TV, video games, movies, etc., etc., etc. But it ain't for everyone. So if you're more old school like me, you can email us at the Good Morning Guys. Dang it, I keep saying at too emphatically. It makes me sound like I'm saying a handle. The Good Morning Guys at gmail.com. If you want to practice your radio voice, call us at. 929 GMG guys, leave a message, ask a question, let your voice be heard. And of course, as always, what should be heard, but none other than the GMG music playlist brought to you by Mark Boucher and Barnaby Butterteeth on Spotify and Apple Music. What do you got for us, brother? A song from the cable guy, probably. At. 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 (laughs) Spotify and at (laughs) Apple Music. (laughs) Uh, Yes, of course, uh, we are... We have been talking about uh, Jim Carrey movies and and TV shows, um, and so obviously the uh, the songs that I have selected this week for the GMG music playlist on uh, Spotify as well as Apple Music. Thank you, Renabe. Uh, the first song that I am going to add is, of course, unfortunately Spotify doesn't have the the Jim Carrey version of it, uh, which made me mad, but. Um, he actually, at a karaoke night uh, in the movie The Cable Guy, he does uh, a rendition of uh, Jefferson Airbla- Airplane's Somebody to Love, mm-hmm. uh, which is hilarious. Um, but next best thing, the original version by Jefferson Airplane, uh, Somebody to Love. Um, the second song I'm picking is his rendition of You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. <laughs> cool. Yeah. And the uh, third song I'm going to pick is uh, one of the songs that was on the soundtrack for the movie Man on the Moon, um, which he was in. He played Andy Kaufman, and the name of the song Mm -hmm. is Man on the Moon by R.E.M. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Um, So uh, those will be the three songs we're adding this week. So I hope they help you get your Jim Carrey nostalgia on, and they help you get your good morning on. All right. Sweet. Well, thank you for those songs, uh, Marcy B. Uh, next week on the show, Ronnie, you're up. 
So whatever you want to talk about, man. You have seven. Okay. No, you have less than seven days. You have five you days. You have an entire Brazilian weekend yep. to think about. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> well played. I'm you totally going to call Corey and get him back on. <laughs> baseball time. Like, Corey, let's talk some baseball. Mark. <laughs> Mark is absent. I don't know where he Where'd is. Where'd he go? I'm going to go take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> on the show. All righty then, Mark. Pat and Ronnie, along with you, our beloved friends, family, and joiners, go get your good morning this week. And in case I don't see you, have a good afternoon, a good evening, and good night. And may God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you game. One, two, three, four.